Hello beautiful people and welcome to the Have Some Hope podcast. I am your host Jay Dua. You may know me from my music. However, the purpose of this podcast is to encourage self-development, get you thinking more about your emotional wellness and establishing your relationship with Jesus. I believe that through open communication, we are one step towards healing and becoming better versions of ourselves. Although some conversations may pull on your heartstrings, I do believe that's what happens before transformation. So join me every Friday as we walk through each episode one step at a time. Hello, hello, hello. Hey friends and welcome back to a brand new episode of Have Some Hope. It is super cold outside. It was actually snowing this week and outside is just looking really Christmassy and just kind of getting me in the holiday spirits because can you actually believe that next week is Christmas? Trust me, Christmas just never used to feel like this. It used to be so much more exciting but I guess that's what happens when you become an adult. You just kind of have to schedule joy in your life and Christmas has really reminded me and it being the holidays has really reminded me of that but anyway the snow is really pretty then I hate when it gets brown you know like it's so not cute but anywho I hope you guys are well I hope that you haven't slipped (laughs) you haven't slipped whilst you've been outside and that you've been cozy and you're wearing your Ugg boots and your gloves I'm literally recording this wearing gloves and um, but it's one of those gloves that like they've been cut so you can still kind of see your fingers which I actually quite like to be fair because I can be warm and productive at the same time um so I love that for me I would actually love to say a really big thank you to everybody who listened to the first episode. It was a really, really vulnerable moment for me to just share, you know, my past experiences, what that's been like for me and how I've been able to navigate, you know, a lot of my struggles, my personal struggles. I I'm not afraid to like share difficulties in life. I think not hearing about people's difficulties made me have such like a a dreamy view of life. And so being hit with my own realities, I just feel compelled to share some stuff sometimes. Um, But I really appreciate the feedback. And, you know, even those who didn't give me feedback, but I know that you listen because I can see the the statistics. So love that for me. And I love that for you guys as well, that, you know, you get to listen and share with your friends, etc. So just wanted to publicly say I am very, very grateful. I was thinking about my next episode and I already had one scheduled and I was going to talk about something very different, but I just felt like today I wanted to motivate the women. I wanted to kind of just be the boost that you need to go into the new year. Um, And it just felt like it was a bit dry and my energy wasn't up. So I just thought, you know what, I'm going to come with full force, full energy because I'm actually quite cold. So I guess it's just going to kind of give me the energy that I need in a way. I have, however, had a herbal tea. I love herbal tea. Um, For Christmas, if any of my family's listening, I would like a herbal tea set. Thank you. Love you. Okay. Uh, But I've literally just had a raspberry and lemon herbal tea. I have it like three times a day. I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with it recently. I think it's just the Christmas vibes. But um, yeah, totally going off track. But let's get straight into the episode. So today I wanted to talk about having a healthy relationship with yourself, how you can do it and how you can use it to like accomplish goals, look forward to the future and essentially just have a better grounded relationship with yourself. I think we are really great at, you know, 
having relationships with other people in our families, if it's a partner, but sometimes we don't have the best relationship with ourselves because maybe our self-esteem is low or we struggle with comparison or, you know, your mental health is involved. All of these things I understand and can, can relate to some. However, it can't be the be all end all, especially as children of God. You have to see it as like, wow, like look at my father. My, your father is the, you know, the creator of the universe. Therefore, there has to be a certain way that you look at life. There has to be a certain way that you even look at yourself. And it's not obnoxious to have a healthy relationship with yourself. I think it can be obnoxious and very arrogant if you use it as a way to make other people feel less than. But if you are simply wanting to develop a positive relationship with yourself, then you are at the right place. I am currently in a stage in my life where I'm also learning what this means. Um, I'm also learning what it looks like as well. And so I'm going to share some things I've learned along the way on how I've been able to develop a healthy relationship with myself and um, hopefully it can help you guys. So I want to start off by asking you, what is your mind full of? So what's in front of you constantly? Who is speaking to you constantly? And how do you essentially maneuver around that? I say this because sometimes when we set goals, sometimes when we have certain intentions for ourselves, there is a certain level of doubt that also comes with it. And it's very, very important for you to be able to pinpoint where that comes from. When we think about mindset and setting healthy goals, everything starts from the inside. And that's why it's so important to have control, take captive these thoughts and really submit them to God and ask yourself, where is this negative thought coming from? And that's why I asked you in the beginning, what is your mind full of? Because you can't fight negative thoughts with thoughts. You have to fight negative thoughts with scripture. And we see that even Jesus did this in the Bible himself when he was tempted in the wilderness by Satan. And, you know, Satan was saying all sorts of things to Jesus whilst Jesus was in a really vulnerable state because he was fasting okay for 40 days and 40 nights you can imagine how hungry he was and and the devil came and tried to tempt him but Jesus would fight back with scripture because he knew his authority he knew what God said about him and the Bible says that the word of God cannot be broken so therefore whatever is written is true so that means the promises that God has made to you are true so you best believe that but Jesus knew scripture and that's the important thing is that as women of God as you develop on your journeys you're going to see that the Bible is going to be an extremely vital tool that you will use for life to um, rejoice to go to war to grieve to laugh even because there are some bible stories that are really quite interesting for some people and they find it quite humorous um, you will use it in every single stage of your life but one of the main uses that you probably have to use the bible for is to go to war and essentially in every single area of your life you will experience some type of adversity and so it's very very important that you know scripture that you are reading your bible that you're in the word of god because there's no motivational speech there's no um positive affirmation that you can say that will make satan go away but he knows the power of Jesus Christ he knows the power of the word of God and that's why that's why you use the word of God to fight so I say this to say you don't fight negative thoughts with thoughts but rather you fight with scripture and you equip yourself with the right language 
Equipping yourself with the right language literally means that we are biblically speaking, you're fighting for yourself because you learn that you are all you have at the end of the day. And I also want to ask you as well, actually, how do you speak about yourself? Because yes, the devil can come and the devil can tempt you and bring intrusive thoughts into your mind that cloud your judgment and make you feel that you are less than, etc. But also you play a part in this as well. Do you say stuff like, oh, I'm ugly. Oh, I look butters today. Ah, oh, no guy's going to look at me. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. Extremely critical of yourself. I understand that sometimes we can grow up in environments where, you know, people are really overly judgmental. They, everything we do, they have to criticize it. I understand. I've seen it happen. But if you internalize those things, if you believe that you are ugly, if you, you, are, you believe that, you are less than. The Bible says, so a man thinks that is what he is. And so if you believe and you say these things out loud, we all, we all know that there's power in the tongue. I want you to start speaking life over yourself. I want you to start speaking joy. What are the promises that God has made to you? What the Bible says that God will fight for you, that God will meet all your needs. As long as you align yourself with the Lord, as long as you abide in him, it is a two-way street here. So I really, really want you to think about what I'm saying properly. It's, a, it's an everyday work. It's an everyday effort that you're going to have to make, but it's also a powerful work. So trust and believe that you are able to achieve these things, that you are able to fight the negative thoughts that are in your mind. Go back to the Bible. What does the Bible say about my self-esteem? What does the Bible say about self-love? You can't love your neighbor if you don't love yourself. You cannot do that. It's not possible, but everything is possible through Christ. And I want you to believe and know that you are not the negative thoughts that come to your mind. You fight back, you go to war, you go and see what the scripture says about intrusive thoughts, that you take everything captive in Jesus name. And so I really, really hope that encourages you. And it kind of leads me on to the next point is that what are you looking at as well? Do you compare yourself to other people? You know how they say comparison is a thief of joy. It really, really is because that means it's almost like you abandon what God says about you. And that's not fair because God has created each and every single one of us to have unique abilities to do completely different things. And the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I looked at the word fearfully in Greek and fearfully in Greek basically means with great reverence. And the word reverence means a deep respect. But the other words that followed along with it was love admiration, honour and favour. So when you compare yourself to other people, it's almost like you disqualify this process that God went through to create you because he was feeling all these feelings when he created you. He loved every, he loved your nose. He loved your pointy ears. I have to make mention of that because I have pointy ears. Um, he admired your eyes and he favored your life and he's put favor on your life. There is a sweet fragrance over your life. And so when you compare yourself to other people, imagine how that makes God feel like, you know, obviously God is never going to question himself. Oh, um, does so-and-so think I'm good enough? Of course, God is always going to be good enough. He is the most high, but it's us. We are a reflection of how we even view God. And so you comparing yourself is almost saying like, God didn't do a really good job. 
I need to change this thing about myself. I understand that there are physical insecurities that we have sometimes that cause us to want to cause changes to our bodies. Maybe you want a nose job. Maybe you want to close your gap tooth. Maybe you want something like a BBL. Go and ask the Holy Spirit, should I do this? What do you think? Where does this insecurity even come from? Am I comparing myself to other people on the internet that are making me feel like I need to alter something that God created? I need to see that I am beautiful. You know, ask the Holy Spirit, open my eyes to the beauty that God sees because today I'm not seeing it. This month I'm not seeing it. My PMS is causing me to break out. Holy Spirit, I don't feel beautiful. Remind me of my beauty. You go back to your Bible. What does the Bible say about what you look like? You know, not everything is even about your physical um, being. Everything you are is more to do with your spirit, man. What is the posture of your heart? Why is it that you feel like you have to look at other people and compare your journey to them? So it's very, very important that you go back to what God says about, you know, you, how he made you. How does God feel about you? You know, you shouldn't feel the need to feel validated by other people because you have to remember that you are validated by God. The Bible says that he knew you even before you were in your mother's womb. God is literally obsessed with you. He's been covering you since before thy kingdom come. And so be encouraged, know that you are beautiful, but stop looking at other people because it's going to chip away at the time that you have with yourself. Most of us are really young. We're in our youth. This is a time for us to really be having a great time, enjoying the bodies that we're in for now because it won't be here forever. It's temporary. When we get to heaven, we'll be in our spirit form and you won't be able to get a lace front in your spirit form. <laughs> so <laughs> you better stop comparing yourself and enjoy what God has given you for now because trust me it's going to be so different when we make it to heaven okay so I believe that another thing I think is very very important is in order to develop a healthy relationship with yourself you have to ask yourself what needs to change and sometimes this change could essentially lead to repentance because when you repent it's not the scary thing I think repentance sounds like what it was like in the old testament when they had to wear like sackcloth and like had to hide somewhere for a few days and you know these days we thank God for Jesus because he really came to bring redemption and change all this legalistic law that was there before and it's like now repentance you have to see it as a really beautiful thing you have to see it as like actually you know what God has given me a chance of growth and you know the Bible talks about godly sorrow bringing repentance it's like you have to feel that ache in your heart that actually something in me needs to change because I do want to have a healthier relationship with myself but my maybe my internal dialogue is bad this is where we change it this is where we decide that actually I'm going to take captive of these thoughts and change this negative behavior that I keep feeding into because what can happen is sometimes you end up entertaining these thoughts and it's not fair on yourself because like I said earlier you are all you are ever going to have and if you don't treat yourself properly nobody else is really going to do that to be fair because it looks like you don't respect yourself we can see that you have low self-esteem because of what you are saying and so it's really really important to ask yourself within yourself 
what needs to change. We always talk about, uh, we need to cut people off and etc. etc. Sometimes you need to cut off your old self and completely reinvent yourself again and get your house in order. What needs to change? It's a great question. It shouldn't feel like an attack. It should feel like a prompt. Like, you know what, actually, I've been given this opportunity. I wake up every day feeling the same and I'm tired. And so this time you take control, you know, and you really, really give yourself the opportunity to completely just start again and say actually I don't want to have this type of behavior I don't want to talk like this anymore I don't want to hang out with these people because they drain my energy or maybe you are being convicted of like the language that you use maybe you swear a lot and God is saying to you actually as a woman of God there is a specific way I want you to walk there is a specific lifestyle I want you to live and the way you are behaving doesn't match and in order for you to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying you do need to be obedient so therefore something's got to give and the change is a really really big part of your growth because it just kind of allows you to open up that space for God to do more work and this is going to help you develop a healthier relationship with yourself because you are allowing yourself to see that something's got to give, something's got to change. And it's a really, really beautiful process, but it can also be really difficult. And I do want to highlight that as well. But that's why I saved the best till last. And I wanted to talk about support. If you struggle with low self-esteem, essentially, there's nothing to be ashamed about. I think this is a great space for you to learn that these things can, you can overcome these things. You know, Jesus has literally overcome the world. That means you can overcome low self-esteem. Okay, baby. So literally, this is why the people in your space are extremely important. If you were to tell your closest friend right now that you have low self-esteem, how would they respond? If you were to tell your closest friend that actually I want a healthier relationship with myself, like I need to clean up my I need to clean up my act and like get my house in order, what would they say? The people around you, they contribute so much. They take up so much energy in your life and you just want to make sure that you have the right people that are pouring into your life. And so hopefully, God willing, you have a friend that will say, you know what, let's pray about this. Let's pray against any demonic attacks on your self-esteem. You know, what does God say about self-esteem? How does God want us to build confidence? What is godly confidence? What does it look like? Everything starts from the inside. And that's why the point before was really pointing you towards what is it about you that needs to change? Because sometimes some people have criticized us, but we have probably also criticized other people. But because it could be because that we see something in them that we want. But the thing about you being overly critical and overly judgmental is sometimes you're just not happy within yourself and I think it's important for you to admit that take it to prayer you know what does God say about jealousy and how do you overcome it do you need to go on a fast do you need to you know ask for prayer at church etc what is it that you need to do in order for you to move forward so you can really tap into the confidence that God you know or has already ordained for you to have do you know what I mean it's so important that you have friends who can uplift you um because I keep saying this, but like you're all you're ever going to have. And if you don't learn to walk in the right mind frame, you will really, really struggle to learn to overcome things because everything feels like it's overwhelming and it's overtaking you. And so I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be empowered. I want you to remember who you are as you walk through this journey to become your best self. I pray that you will walk alongside 
God so that you remember who you are, what God has said about you and why he has said these things, because he knows that we will face adversities. He knows that, you know, social media and the world is going to tell us one thing, but the only important thing is what God has said. And so I really, really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Share it with another sister, share it with another brother. Um, whatever it is, share it, share it, share it. I really enjoyed creating this episode. It felt so necessary and for me, really, really timely. Again, go back to your Bibles, read some Bible stories. If you don't know where to start, start in Matthew. You get a good feel of like what Jesus was trying to do in the world. And it's just one of my favorite books. Um, if you are new to the faith, however, then definitely read Luke or Mark because it really touches a lot on repentance. Um, however, in the meantime, time i'm going to love you guys and leave you i leave you with peace i leave you with light i leave you with you know the love of god and i really do hope that this was helpful but in the meantime i am over and i am out goodbye friend you stay around and i